1: got money on my mind,
2: I can never get enough And every time I step up in the building Everybody's hands go up
1: And they stay there And they say yeah, And they stay there
2: down, Cause all I do is win, win, win And if you go going in, put your hands yeah. in the air You can Listen. stay there Ludacris going in on the verse Cause I've never been to You've the been beat the music on the way Wednesday 913
1: <laughs> I don't know what the statute of limitations is. I think we're good, because I think I did talk about it on the air. Um, you pick the music. I don't even know what you're talking about. You pick the music and tag your name, you get the credit.
0: This is coming from a Let me see if I read this right. A BK Smooth in oh, Denver. Really? Wow, I got One of all I do is win, repping know. his Jayhawks. Oh, I see. Right I here see. on Fesco. Oh, does I... he think he's gonna get on here and talk about the basketball team? Because he know we don't really hit on that. It's football season year-round.
1: Well, they they did.
0: All they do is win.
1: All they do is share. Yeah. Uh,
0: at least. Uh,
1: yeah. That's what they have in last night. I shared a piece of the title again. Yep. Uh, no, but I was I was thinking when I heard this song, it it, it took me back to, I don't remember which week it was, because I don't remember which game they went to. Um, But I think I did talk about it in the air. And I think the season's over. We're good, right?
0: Safe We're, space. Safe Inner safe space. But, yeah. But uh, yeah. the, the coach's wives weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah. You did talk about that. Yes.
1: And I... Made the mistake of getting on their, their bus after the game, right? <laughs> yeah, to go to the airport, uh, and you might have had a couple cocktails no, in them. No, and they were—I'm I'm sure they—some they, one of them Instagrammed this thing out. I don't know, what, but they were—they were—they were singing this as a collective group. <laughs> and they,
0: wore and they were Brett Beach Town T-shirts. They
1: were—they—they did it multiple times because they were—they didn't think it was good enough. You know, they're shooting a video. I'm like, oh, oh, of my. course. yeah. And I ended up being the only one of our crew that was on that bus. Everybody else was on the next <laughs> bus. I'm like, oh, my God, nobody's coming to save me. And I was I was towards the back of the bus, and they were up front. And I'm like, I can't, can't get out. I can't get out as they were doing this. And then my, my favorite part, I don't know which why which it was, yelled, <clears throat> yelled, we have to do it again when Tammy gets on the bus. <laughs> being Andy Reid's wife. Tammy from
0: the West? <laughs> no, Andy oh.
1: Reid's wife. And. I'm like, I was like, I just want to go. I was like, stop. She will not be participating.
0: I almost wanted to get up. <laughs> She will
1: not be participating in this, this is my guess. <laughs> so you know who you are. Chiefs assistant uh, coaches wives. Yeah, it was a little awkward.
0: Oh, so, this just that's in from, the last time I heard it. from our friends at Uber facts, bumblebees crash into something once a second. Imagine how stupid bees are.
1: That's not what
0: you want to be in your like next life. No. A bug on a windshield, Mm-mm. as it were. But Ned will tell you how important the bees are, and he's right. He's right. <laughs> Another recall of a Ned? Mm-hmm. Good. What are you recalling from Matheny?
1: Uh One and done night here on 610 Sports it. Radio. One and done. Oh no, I was I'm sorry. I didn't oh, hear that. I was saying well right. done. I was saying right well. <laughs> one and done night here on 610 Sports. It was. It was more. No, more no. Than well five. done. He was ah, here more than one. No. Night. I it think is, though, what with COVID and all the others, we really only had one full season. What I was going to say, is one and done night here on 610 Sports Radio. That means we get you covered for all your college hoops. Uh, John Kurtz talks a little uh, K State tonight from six to seven. Nick Schwartz. Handles the uh, the Jayhawks from seven to eight, talking Kansas. Celebrating uh, celebrating at least a portion of another uh, Big Twelve uh, title, and uh, Carrington handles Mizzou tonight at eight, six, seven, and eight. K State K U M U all right here on six ten Sports Radio. It is one and done night on a uh, Wednesday night.
0: Did uh, Did Missouri win the SEC?
1: Uh, they did not. No, who's winning that league? Alabama. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah Alabama. <laughs> You're like, Ugh. Ugh. yeah Alabama.
0: That coach is a. <sighs> yeah.
1: Coach kind of sold his
0: soul this year. Um, you know? Let me let me tell you something about Alabama. I hope you lose in the first round. Wow. wow. You know their coach. I don't know what his name is. Okay. No, I don't right. care. Just, just checking.
1: Uh, we will head to Indianapolis. Brandon Cristal covering the uh, the combine for Fox Sports Radio. Of course, you can hear Brandon with us periodically. Every time the uh, the Broncos come up, he covers the Broncos for uh, KOA in Denver, but joins us from Indy. Brandon, what's the uh, the biggest overall buzz going on? This week in India is it anything to do with the uh, the the players that haven't entered the league or is it all about the uh, the current ones and where they'll be next year?
2: I, I think when the quarterbacks get here later in the week, and they they kind of flipped it around because I think they wanted people to stick around town. And earlier in the week, the when the quarterbacks would be here, teams would or Bail. media would come in cover the. <laughs> the NFL teams when the coaches and GMs talk like Andy and Brett Veach did yesterday and then leave like Thursday, they're waiting and having the quarterbacks here later in the week. So when Bryce Young gets here and he gets asked why he's the only one not throwing when it seems like CJ Stroud and, and Will Levis are going to throw, well, then maybe you'll get uh, oh, and Anthony Richardson is going to throw too. Then maybe you'll get more buzz about the kids coming in. Cause we know, unless it's a good quarterback class, People don't care about the prospects, even though there's really good players, obviously, that you can find in in just about every round. But it's really about Aaron Rodgers and about Derek Carr Mm -hmm. and about what players are going to be re-signed or who's going to hit the market. And it gives a a bit of a jump start to free agency that's obviously technically a week and a half away or, or whatever because all the agents get to talk to teams about their current players, I'll put that in quotes, do future free agents come up in those conversations? Not officially, but we all know that it happens. So, Brandon, I I really believe that when you look at what's going to happen over the next couple of
0: weeks in the NFL, nothing can happen truly until Aaron Rodgers decides what he is going to do, because that kind of sets the market for everybody else out there from quarterbacks, teams are understandable. It it changes the whole dynamic of everything this offseason. What is the buzz? What are people thinking
2: in Indianapolis that Aaron Rodgers is ultimately going to end up doing? The conventional thinking is that he's going to play somewhere else, that his time in Green Bay is done. Brian Gutekunst spoke yesterday pretty early in the morning, I think right off the bat, and it's so confusing because when you guys see wide shots of these podiums when multiple people are talking, whether it's prospects or in this case, it was Josh McDaniels, Sean Payton, the GM of the Vikings, Brian Gutekunst, and one other coach. We're all talking right at 10 a.m. here Eastern time locally in, in Indianapolis. So... I was busy standing in front of Sean Payton, didn't get to see much from Gudekunst, but obviously read the comments after, that he said we haven't even had any conversations with Aaron Rodgers, and I get that he was in a black hole, but I, I don't know if it's intentional that Aaron Rodgers likes all this attention. The the buzz is, though, that everyone thinks he's going to play somewhere else till Brandon Marshall, the wide receiver, and now podcast and media personality, posted an Instagram photo congratulating Aaron Rodgers on a great career. I don't know if Brandon Marshall has some info that nobody else has or or what the impetus for that was yesterday, but Aaron Rodgers, whether it's intentional or unintentional, is holding the NFL hostage. Derek Carr's in Indy and is meeting with teams while he's here, the Jets again and some other teams. He's already met with the Saints because he wants to have his options laid out in front of him and talk to all these teams, but until Aaron Rodgers makes a decision, the Jets aren't going to make their decision, and so there's that first domino that needs to fall and, and no real timetable beyond knowing that Aaron Rodgers is smart enough to know he's not going to let it go into free agency and, and let the league year start here in mid-March. He's going to obviously make a decision. It just We'd all like to see it sooner than later. I think everybody would. We had speculated there's no way he'd retire the same year as Brady
1: and be on the same stage. But I guess, guys, if Brady doesn't retire, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers could. <laughs> if, Brady, if Brady were the one to come back, Aaron Rodgers could go ahead and walk away.
2: Well, and we saw Big Ben last year was about to get overshadowed by Brady again, right? He's been overshadowed by Brady basically his whole career. Yes, he has his two rings, but he played in the AFC with Tom Brady for the majority of it. And then if Brady would have walked away, it would have been the Tom Brady show. There'd be lots of Steelers fans in Canton on that stage or watching him on that stage. It's obviously a short drive to get there, but it would have been all about Tom Brady. Now with Rodgers and Brady, if they do end up both retiring, then, yeah, that'll make for a a busy weekend in Canton, Ohio, in in five years. But I I hope Rodgers comes back because I still think he does have good football. And we're now at a point where we see everybody finish their career somewhere else other than John Elway and maybe Patrick Mahomes. And so, and I'm just saying that to pander to Chiefs fans. Maybe Patrick Mahomes finishes his career with the Texans. Who knows? Um, or we take him. Why? No, I'm sorry, but we lost the connection with Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> but look, you guys. Hey, you guys got Joe Montana, right? True. I was, I yeah. Was yeah. Talking was to Greg Minuski uh, last night. Name um, Who's now the linebackers coach with the Broncos? And mentioned Joe Montana and and those those years there in Kansas City. And so, it uh, it's one of those things. And Warren Moon too, right? He Stroll yeah, through KC, yep, so yep. Uh, I want to see Aaron Rodgers play more football. Just like I think Tom Brady has more football left. I would have loved to have seen Tom Brady this year with the Niners. Well, you right? may. Go to you, you still may see team. that.
0: You still may see that, Brandon. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Mike Silver yeah, talked so. about it yesterday. He goes, it's logical that he goes to the 49ers The, the you know the, the the problem is with these quarterbacks, though. If you're really trying to build a team, like if you're the Jets and and you got a great roster. Do you really want to be doing this again next year at the quarterback position, or do you want to just find the guy that you know for the next five or six years is going to be your guy that you can rely on where you don't have to do this dog and pony show every
2: year? I think you want to, but they're not really in a position to do that uh, with, with, with a kid in the draft because they missed on Zach Wilson, but they won too many games to draft high enough. Not that they can't hit on somebody later in the first round, but... It's just not going to be as easy. You, you do like their young talent, certainly in Garrett Wilson, Sauce Gardner, and if Brees Hall's knee injury, if he can come back from that, he obviously showed promise. I mean, running that's ball, a hell Robert of a threesome right there, man. Yeah, My God. Robert Sala's is a good de- defensive coach, but yeah, you've got some, you've got a playmaker wide receiver, which isn't the most important thing, but helps, and you've got a lockdown corner and a and a stud young running back. So and and they're good on both sides of the ball up front. So I, I think it's one of those things where. If Rodgers comes, you can't say no, but your point's n- not not lost, Bob. Yeah. I just don't know how easy that is. And I don't know if Derek Carr for five years is that exciting See, either. See, that, that's that where I would case. go. I, I would go with Carr, man. If I'm the Jets, I'm going with Derek Carr.
0: He's a good quarterback. You know he's going to be there. He's going to be a leader. People like him in the
2: locker room. Aaron Rodgers is hiding out in holes. Yeah, not, not ideal. And who knows how Aaron <laughs> Rodgers would interact with the – I guess he can do whatever the hell he wants. He can do ayahuasca in, in South America. He can go to holes in Oregon, whatever. I mean, he still throws touchdowns on Sundays. but it, And he's not necessarily a culture builder in the bu- in the building, right? Aaron Rodgers, is, it's going to be about Aaron Rodgers, even though no one ever says that he, he doesn't come to work, although he's missed OTAs the last few years, but that there's not issues during the season. Part of that is that he lives in Green Bay, and there's not a lot going on. Whereas in New York, the amount of times Page Six will catch him at dinner in the meatpacking district – Compared to, uh, we have no idea where he ate dinner in Green Bay, if he ever even left his well, house. Well, they have
0: a Culver's. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's
1: always Culver's. <laughs> Brennan Cristal true. from uh, covering <laughs> the combine for Fox Sports Radio joining us. You mentioned uh, uh, posting up by, by Sean Payton. You also cover uh, the uh, the Broncos. What's your early read of, of Sean Payton and what it's going to mean for the Broncos?
2: Well, you talk about culture building, and Sean Payton knows how he wants to do things, right? Nathaniel Hackett, everybody, everybody likes, and you know he could end up being Aaron Rodgers' play caller with the Jets. But Sean Payton's done this for a long time, really, really well. Grew up under Bill Parcells, if you will, uh, and and obviously other coaches, but but spent a lot of time with Bill Parcells, and there's just a way to, that he wants to do things, right? There's not any any uncertainty with how training camp practices are going to go or OTA practices, his, his calendar is set and they're going to do things the way he wants to do it. You know, Russell Wilson and he were at dinner with Joe Montana actually in, in Phoenix at Super Bowl week. And I asked him the next day and then he was asked again about it yesterday. How much was Russell picking your brain or, or I think I said how enthusiastic was he? How do Wait, you? Wait, Russell's still going to be the
0: quarterback out there?
2: <laughs> at least for a year. At least for a year. Wow. Let's see how it goes. But he said, look, Joe Montana was at the table with us, and I was more interested in talking to Joe Montana and asking him questions. He's like, right now I'm trying to fill out my coaching staff, which he has now done, but this was a couple weeks ago. He's like, there will be plenty of time in OTAs and throughout the spring and summer to get the offense installed and Russell will be ready to go, because I guess he's been wearing Drew Brees out as well. About the offense, and so I, I think fans can appreciate Russ's enthusiasm, wanting to get his arms around the offense. But Sean Payton's trying to build a staff and make sure the building is exactly the way he wants set up. He's a guy that really pays attention to detail, and so I don't know if it's going to work with Sean Payton. I asked Pete Carroll yesterday, "Hey, were you surprised how poorly Ru- Russ played?" and what do you think about the pairing with him and Sean Payton? He immediately jumped past the Russ thing and just goes, if there's anybody that you want coaching your quarterbacks, there's nobody you want more than Sean Payton or whatever it may be. Obviously, Andy Reid would be in that yeah. in that mix as well. But uh, I, I think he, he didn't want to talk about Russ. And then John Schneider got up there and was asked, hey, were you surprised how poorly Russ played? And he goes, yeah, I was. <laughs> well,
0: a, which is shocking uh, because you don't let a good quarterback go. You know, you don't let good players go. They let a quarterback go in Seattle. They knew what they they, they in, knew in what he prime, was all about. In theory, yeah. right? As yeah. a 33 year old. Yeah, right?
2: it's it's uh. It, it looks like John Schneider and Pete Carroll knew what they were doing and the Broncos got sold a bill of goods and it may end up being an abject failure all the way around. It certainly wasn't in year one. Right. But it's a seven year contract now and they can get out of it this year. It'll I mean, at the end of this year, it'll sting a little, not as much as if they would have gotten out of it after this past season. But they can also try to turn it around. And and Sean Payton's not going to be able to do the exact same stuff he did with Drew Brees, because even though they're about the same size, they're different quarterbacks. And Russell Wilson wants to be Drew Brees. But Drew Brees threw from the pocket as a 5'11 quarterback his whole life. And Russell Wilson's never really done that. And last year in shotgun and operating out of the pocket, Primarily, especially early on, didn't go great. So Sean's going to have to get him out on the edge. But but Brett Veach even brought that up. He's like, look, the the Broncos showed, because he's asked about Sean Payton coming to the division. He's, the Broncos showed some promise late, and you saw some stuff from Russ that reminded you of who he was, and I'm paraphrasing, but they're going to have to do more of that. It's probably going to shorten Russell Wilson's career because he's going to have to use his legs more and get hit a little more, although he gets hit a lot anyway. He's going to be fine with that. Yeah, I don't think anybody's losing sleep. And if he can't play, we'll know by the end of this year. Uh, if there's not enough signs that it's working in Sean Payton's offense, then Russell Wilson, I'm not saying his career will be done, but it'll likely be done in Denver. When you
1: joined us earlier in the season, you uh, detailed the uh, the Russ office and the uh, the <laughs> extra people that he had in it that weren't sure. employed by the, uh, the team. I know... Peyton was asked about that right from the jump and almost feigned like I've never heard anything about that. Did he one? Did he already know about that? And two, you think that that's something that's completely nipped in the bud?
2: Yeah, and I'll even add a, a third thing because Sean Peyton was asked about it again yesterday. One, he had definitely heard about it, and and his, his and he tried to even kind of downplay what he said. He he said that's foreign to me because he just hadn't seen that. I guess Drew Brees didn't have his own office. Drew Brees just hung out in the or quarterback so he? Same with same with Peyton Manning, but. I heard that Kenny Pickett has his own office in Pittsburgh and that other quarterbacks have had their own office or workspace beyond just the quarterback room. And And Sean Payton's point yesterday was nobody would say anything about it during the year. And, I, look, I talked to teammates about it, like I told you guys, and they said they don't really know Russ because he's in his office a lot. Uh, and then Jerry Rossberg, the interim coach, basically shut the office down and kicked everybody out of the building, the nutritionist, the, the PT person, and... and and the personal quarterbacks coach and Jay keeps who wasn't around as much as maybe people think he was, but he was still around. And, and I don't think he was contradicting what the Broncos were trying to do. I think he was just trying to help Russ with pointers, but Sean Payton's point yesterday was like, look, if they would have had a better year, one, I wouldn't be here and he'd still have an office. If they win, it doesn't matter, but they didn't win. So you review everything. And, and so now Russ's people are going to be out of the building, which actually means he, instead of paying for his own physical therapist, he's now in line with, you know, he'll go to the front of the line, but it, it Now is either they need to add another person with the Broncos or he's in the mix with the other players. But by having his own PT up in his office, that's allowing the players to get more work you know, to, get, to get their body right, that Russ is worrying about his own thing. The nutritionist I thought was silly because I would see her hand him a shake after practice, and I thought, well, she got it in the kitchen with the same ingredients. I'm pretty sure that someone can follow the recipe and wow. a Broncos staffer can hand him the same shake. Somebody presented him with a shake game. as he walked off the practice field? Yeah, she had a special oh, special rush shake that he would get coming off the practice field. The rush shake, hit her. rush shake, the, the rush
1: shake. But word. they made it
2: in the Broncos' kitchen. I don't think she had her own blender upstairs. I'm pretty right. sure that it was right. it was just the same stuff that's in the. I guess I need to confirm that. <laughs> but I don't think <laughs> I don't think next. she was up there with with her own little mini bar making him a making him a special shake in his office because it's not a, it wasn't a very big room, and I don't know if the coaches want a blender up there that doesn't you know pour margaritas. I'm oh, assuming it doesn't, but. And especially with the way the season went, you know, maybe they were borrowing a blender and making margaritas in the office. Oh my goodness. Look like it, it on the field to be amazing.
1: Brandon, thanks for checking in from Indy. Maybe we'll have to, maybe we'll have to hit you early next week. I mean, you're not, you're not the tallest guy I've ever met. Uh, I want to see how maybe you compare to, to Bryce young when he finally gets there to.
2: Yeah, I bet you I'm closer to Bryce Young than I am to some of these defensive linemen (laughs) talking today. But uh, all the KC kids that talk, the kid from Rice, kid from K-State, they'd all love to play for the Chiefs. Nobody doesn't want to play for the Chiefs. Nobody doesn't want to play for the Chiefs. That's probably true. Thanks, PK. Thanks,
1: guys. Brandon Cristal of KOA in Denver covers the Broncos this week uh, with the, uh, the
0: Combine covering it for Fox Sports Radio. Joining us from... Uh, Indianapolis from the text line. Russ sounds like every villain quarterback and every football <laughs> movie ever made. Yeah, I I just like you're handing the man a drink as he's walking off the field. Come on, man. That I mean, he is a real life edition of Charlie Sheen in Major League. I two. mean, the handing of the drink is fine
1: if everybody's like. If that's their thing, they're, smoothies
0: giving, for everyone. they're giving yeah. shakes
1: coming off the field and the nutritionists are there, whatever. This is his own personal wow. person. You, you, you envision right? Players are going and this person's got the shake up in the air and butting through people like but, get, getting through the other people. Like, I yeah. got to get this to us. I got to get the this to Russ. Out of the way, going, people.
0: What is this about? T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours